I was finding purpose. That was it. I was kind of lost, to be honest, but I knew the one thing that made me feel good was helping others. Mm-hmm. And that's where Tales to Inspire was born um, from for a need for, to help people and the realization of the power of stories. Hey everyone, Kirby here for Delivering Marketing Joy. I just wanna say thanks for listening and however you found this podcast, whether someone shared it to you or whether you found it on a review, please feel free to pay that forward. I wanna spread the word and this is how we spread it. So feel free to get some good karma and spread Delivering Marketing Joy to those around you. Now, enjoy the episode. Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of Delivering Marketing Joy. I am your host, Kirby Hossaman, and joining me today is a brand new rock star. I'm so excited to dive into the topic today. He's the founder of a website and a mission called Tales to Inspire. Krish Patel, thank you so much for joining me, man. No, Kirby, thank you. Thanks, thanks is all on you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So like, I'm so interested uh, in this idea of using stories to inspire. So can you tell us a little bit about the concept of Tales to Inspire? And where did you get started on this journey? Yeah, so the concept of Tales to Inspire is pretty simple, really. We all have a story. The question is, how do we use those stories to encourage others? That was the simple premise of what I started in 2019 was out of realizing that suffering exists, that actually all of us have this unique diamond inside of us, which is our own story. Mm-hmm. So how do we use that? And um, where did it start? And my, my background is in professional soccer. I played professional soccer when I was younger. And, but before that, I was, um, I'm half Indian, I'm half English, and no one really looks like me in the UK when they play soccer. So I was very, um, I was very victimized, racially abused, things like that. Mm-hmm. And essentially told that I would never be anything, you know? And it got to the point where, I played professional soccer at 18, and then at 20 years old, I ventured out to the USA on a on this dream of thinking I was going to well, live in a mansion in California is what I got promised on a full-ride scholarship. Mm. Didn't turn out that way. <laughs> However, um, things, things changed, and I went from this boy who cared about materialistic things mm. to, this, to this adult who cared about the world within mm. six years. And I'll always be forever grateful to America because it opened my eyes to a whole new world. Um, and that's where my whole life changed. And um, within that, I went and ran four marathons in four days and built a schoolhouse in Uganda. I swam 53 miles to help homeless people into employment and started doing a bunch of crazy challenges. Um, I was finding purpose. That was it. I was kind of lost, to be honest, but I knew the one thing that made me feel good was helping others. And that's where Tales to Inspire was born um, from for a need for, to help people and the realization of the power of stories. So if somebody goes to it's, it's the website, what are they yeah. going to find? Someone goes to the website, they're going to find a bunch of individual stories from yeah. people of all walks of life, um, whether that's on their blogs. So we, we, we write people stories and we also do the podcast. So mm-hmm. they can listen to stories, they can write stories and, and read stories. But the other side that they'll find is we do workshops in schools, we do workshops in the corporate space, we bring in the people we've shared the stories of, and then we develop programs around that. So Mm -hmm. there's lots and lots of things that we do within that, Um, but real life people, real life change. That's kind of our tagline. 
that's that's really cool, man. I'm so excited. Uh, our our mutual friend Danny Rosen sort of introduced us and wanted us to chat, and I'm so glad about that. So, now I'm sure this is tough to choose, but what are some of your favorite stories personally that, that have inspired you? So I always get told off when I answer this from, <laughs> from our ambassador. So it's always fun. So I always have to change it up. But it, honestly, in absolute honesty, it changes day to day depending on how I'm feeling and what I'm looking for. Totally makes the, sense. The, the first, the first um, tale we ever shared is my is probably one of my biased favorites because he was a person who was homeless. He wasn't. He was homeless for five years. I was told to go and speak to him, and I, th- I, was, I told him I've got thirty minutes to interview him. Four and a half hours later, Danny's still talking and he's still going at me, he's still telling me. And then that was the the first tale that went viral, essentially. Mm. Without that story, we would never have got started. And within that three days of sharing his story, it had been read in 15 countries. And, wow. and that's where everything really got kicked off. So Danny, who was homeless for five years and overcame being homeless, um, we've got um, Aaron Baker, USA. If, if you've not heard of him, he's based in California. He was um, in a motorbiking accident. He's one of the leading um, motocrossers in the US. Mm. I think he was number one in the US at the time and had a crash and broke his neck. And basically his recovery is incredible and inspiring mm. to say that he was told he would never walk and all these things. He is one of the most inspiring people in the USA, bar none. And, and then basically just, just regular people. The thing is, I'm not trying to show stories of suffering. I'm showing stories of transformation. Yes. And yeah, so there's two examples. And now I'm going to get another 137 messages tomorrow. I'm sure <laughs> from everyone else telling me off. But yeah, I'll give you two. No, I think, A, first of all, the first one, that just makes sense, right? Because that's just a yeah. part of the, the journey. And anybody who complains about that, you, you send them to me. I'll talk to them about it. That's, <laughs> that's, I, 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 put you, I put you on the spot. So that's that's 100% fair. Those, those, are, those are really cool, cool examples. So you know, obviously you talked, you know, as we started this conversation, you talked about, I was trying to find purpose, right? Like when, when you were in America or wherever you were trying to find purpose with your life. And I agree with you. I think that's so important. So what are some things that you'd like to see people do to lead a more purposeful life? First and foremost, ask more questions. The number one thing we have to do now, I've lived in a world full of answers my whole life, right? So I go to school, you get tested. You get quizzed. What on? Do you have the right answer? Do you have the right answer? What about if the questions you ask are rubbish? Then there's no point in having a good answer. Mm. The good, good questions are the ones that you can't get an answer for straight away. Mm. When you ask those questions, and especially when you ask those to yourself, you can often get frustrated about it. But actually, they're the questions that are the right questions to ask because actually your life will start going in that direction automatically. So number one thing is asking the right questions and be patient as well with that. Mm. And because I struggle with that personally, I want, I'm a millennial. I want it. And I want it yesterday. I want Amazon prime plus 10, you know, that's the kind of, <laughs> that's the kind of life that I live. And, mm-hmm. um, but it's, it can be really frustrating. And the second one is about advice and who you take advice from. So I have this saying that I, I share in schools is if you're not willing to take criticism uh, to take advice from that person, don't take their criticism, mm. you know, because Otherwise, you'll just get critique. You get critique from everyone, and you'll take it all on board, and you'll never get started in anything. Um, and that includes your own family members, because sure does, yeah. some of my own family members, whenever do this, Tales from Spires, a not-for-profit organization, they're like, "What are you doing? You can't, you can't make money out of sharing stories, and you can't do this, you can't do that." I would not have got out of bed 
if it was for for listening to those people, even though they may be some of the closest people to you, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think those two things are probably the main things towards the start of living a purposeful life. Man, I love that. And I think it is funny because if you develop the skill, I agree, by the way, a thousand percent, because I think if you develop the skill of asking the question that nobody's willing to ask, it is remarkable the conversations that you can get into and the the perspectives that you learn from, right? Because, you know, I think we're all, yeah, we are all conditioned to follow the crowd. And that speaks to that second part that you're saying, it's like, you're doing something that not everybody's willing to do. And I think that that's super good advice, Chris. I, I appreciate you you sharing that. So we've talked about stories, right? Stories are powerful. And, and obviously this is a marketing podcast, but I think, you know, personal development is a piece of that. And so stories are really powerful on the marketing side of things. So what are some mistakes that you see organizations making when telling their story? So number one, I think is it's based in theory, not in action. Now, storytelling means nothing at all if it is just a story. You know, I want to hear, or I want to see the action. So for example, let's go, you're in a company and you're telling all these incredible stories. You're the leader of the company, whatever it's going, but your employees see you living a completely different life to the story mm -hmm. you're telling. Your action means you're, you've got nothing. You've got no foundation. You've got nothing. Your values are not going through your organization. Yeah. Whatever story you're telling and sharing has to be based off action. And I think that's one of the most important things in any part of life, no matter what organization you're in, is everything you do has to be action focused. And really, that shows your values. Um, so let's give an example. When I was younger, someone could have told me that, Chris, you're going to win five million pounds if you put if you put this money on this lottery, you know, actually I would, I'd never put money in until if that person came to me the next day and said, I've just won 5 million pounds and they got a Rolls Royce outside. I'd be putting money on that. Right. Because nice. I've seen it. Right. I've seen it with my own eyes. So proof speaks louder than words. Yeah. And that really needs to go through, through our storytelling. Um, and I think one of the other things is not having too much structure with the storytelling, being a little bit flexible. I think, storytelling can be too polished sometimes mm, you yeah. know often with especially with marketing and branding and the way we do things yeah it all everything looks so perfect yeah but from my perspective if we really really want to connect to the people who are living the real everyday life let's let's be real you know let's get down to the level of reality instead of having this hierarchy where everyone's got to look up to these incredible celebrities no, let's let's bring the life of the real life person in and realize that even those celebrities are real people. So maybe make it a little bit less polished um, and make it more real is the thing that I would probably say with with storytelling. Now, it's probably different to what most people would say. Um, but I think there's, a, there's definitely a gap there for it. Yeah, actually, I think it makes a ton of sense. We So what you in, in the way I'm hearing it um, is that you're saying, look, in both ways, we need to be authentic to who we are. Right. Like I think yeah. I, when you were talking about organizations um, and they're not being consistent with their like employees are seeing it, I, I think, you know, having two kids, my kids would see through that, too. If I am lecturing them not to do something and I'm doing it, it doesn't that's, you know, people. We, we learn so much more from the actions than we do. So I think that's really great. And then, I, and I think we're seeing it in marketing too, Krish, is that those pieces that are completely beautiful and polished don't have the influence 
than as much as like somebody just grabbing their phone and saying, Hey, here's mm. what's going on right now. And so I think the market is actually telling us that you're exactly right. Um, that, that being authentic and just saying, look, this is the real story of how this works or how this doesn't work. Those are the ones I, I think are more inspirational. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the way the modern day world is working with TikTok and different social media platforms that are coming out, I think it's making it more accessible mm-hmm. to the modern person. I mean, even if you look at like like platforms like Canva and things, mm-hmm. people yeah. are doing their own editing and creating their own graphics yeah. and doing it all. And you're wondering how that, where have they got this from? And they've been doing it themselves, you yeah. know? Um, so I think accessibility is definitely making it more open to everyone else to get involved. That's awesome. Okay, well, this has been super fun. So, Chris, where can people find a little bit more about you and about Tales to Inspire? So, basically, social media, Tales to Inspire um, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, LinkedIn, and our website is talestoinspire.com. Um, I actually am probably, when you when you listen to this, I'll just cycled the length of the Great Britain wow. um, to raise awareness and money for our community work that we do. Um, so my next challenge is, is doing that. So, um, there's lots, lots of things you can keep up to date with, but that's where you'll find us. That's super cool. This is, I'm, I'm so honored to have got the chance to meet you and I really appreciate you taking the time and, and staying at the office a little late tonight to, uh, to do this. So I really appreciate it, man. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. Cool. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Delivering Marketing Joy. We'll see you next time. Delivering Marketing Joy.